Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Lovability Show. I'm Jennifer Styers, your host, uh, hostess, I should say. And uh, I am excited to be here. I guess this is going to be our Valentine's Day show since I don't have one next week. Uh, and Valentine's Day is next week. Um, I can't believe it's already here. How did? Where did January and February go? I swear I'm not letting this year go by as fast as last year did. So, uh, so welcome everybody. Um, thanks for being here. And uh, I want to. Uh, I wanted to kind of cover. I saw this really fun topic, uh, kind of like this, and I thought it would be really fun to go over some of the uh, biggest dating mistakes that people make. You know, one of the things, um, one of the big things for me when I was actually building the app, the reason I built it at this point was because I could use AI to help people uh, from a coaching standpoint because the there's an area for dating feedback in the app that allows us to look at patterns. And people don't realize that that piece of it is so important because what's the common denominator on every date and every, um, every relationship you have, it's you. And so if you're not showing up, um, as you, if you're not showing up correctly, or if there's something you can do better, then it makes the world a difference. So sometimes just shifting that one thing, you know, so, uh, so having said that, I thought this would be a, a, a good thing to talk about and kind of do a little, uh, slip and check checklist uh, at this point to see how we're doing. So, uh, so let's um, let's jump in. I do uh, I do want to let everybody know as well. You know, as we're uh, as we're I'll, I'll do a, I'll do an update closer to the end about the app because we're going to start matching next week. But uh, I'm I when I start getting more people on and I start getting you guys on here. Um, I'll start lecturing you in a second. So, uh, so I need I, I need more of you guys to step up and get on. We have enough now, but the guys that are on there are going to be bombarded. So, <laughs> so guys need to take advantage of this right now. Um, so, okay. So uh, let's talk about the first thing. So the very first thing, I mean, because it's all about getting better, right? It's always with us. The only, only thing we can control in our dating world is us. So let's let's work on us. Uh, so I think the first thing people do that the biggest mistake people make is dating without any like goal in mind or they people that, that don't know what they want, uh, don't know what they're looking for, aren't clear on that. Um, so we have to be intentional, um, intentional dating. Uh, so important that you have, you know where you are in life, you know what you're looking for. You're not going to find the right person if you don't know, right? If you're not healed, number one, and you don't know what you're looking for. So that whole idea of, you know, I've asked people before, so, um, so tell me about your, you know, ideal partner. What would, what would that, your ideal partner, you know, what would his personality be like or her personality be like? I don't know. What would you guys do together? I don't know. How would they treat you? I don't know. You know, that vagueness of not knowing what all of this looks like will get you nowhere because you're, you're basically just, it's a, it's a, it's um, a needle in a haystack at this point, right? You're just, you're trying out all these different things, but if you don't know what you want, how do you know if you found it? Right? 
So the very first most important thing is, is that you know what you want. You're dating with some kind of goal in mind, some kind of intention um, as to what you want out of that relationship, out of what you want out of your dating. What is your, what are your dating goals? Are you looking for marriage? Do you not want marriage? You know, there's a lot of people right now that have gotten out of marriages, long-term marriages or relationships. They don't want to get married and that's okay. You know, that's, everybody's got their own, uh, everybody's got their own likes and dislikes and, and, um, ways that they want and feel safe moving forward in the future. And I am seeing this decision from older people to not get married again. It is, I think it's more prevalent than, or as prevalent as the people that want to get married. So maybe let's just say 50, 50. Uh, so make sure you guys, as you're getting on, you ask questions. So love to hear your questions as well and what you're finding or what, what, uh, what you might have a question on as well. Maybe some pattern that you're seeing with men or women that you're dating. Uh, number two is, um, you're focused on, uh, only dating one person at a time. I know not what you think I would say, but I'm going to hit the flip side in a second. Um, I think sometimes you women do it more than men, but you go out on one date with somebody and then all of a sudden your whole world revolves around that one person, right? It's one date. Then it's two dates. Then it's three dates. I think it's great to put your energy into that, but don't put all of your energy into it. That one person that is just a casual person at this point can't take that much emotional pressure from somebody new that they've met. So you've got to take it one date at a time, one moment at a time and not be planning ahead. What does this relationship look like? Are we in a committed relationship? You know, are you with other women? Are you calling other women, texting other women? Are you sleeping with other men? You know, whatever, not, you know, from whatever. So, um, so I think it's just super important that we, um, that we keep our options open. Even if you are, you are seeing one person, just make sure that you are not putting all of your eggs in one basket emotionally too soon, right? Uh, it's way too much pressure on a new relationship. Uh, number three, you might be focused on dating too many people which is probably more common. Let's just be honest. Uh, so, you know, especially with, uh, especially with the, uh, online dating apps, you know, there's, there's, it's like a kid in a candy store. There's so many, um, options for people and, um, there's so many options out there that, you know, it's hard to pick just one, pick just one eventually, right? Focus, focus, focus. Uh, the other piece of it is that it's like going to a smorgasbord, right? You can go to a buffet, but you're not going to eat everything on the buffet. And some people get in these online dating apps and all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I have all these options. I have all these choices. Even if they start out, I think being very focused on, okay, I like this. This is what I want. This is why I'm going on. And then all of a sudden, all these opportunities open up just because you have opportunity. It doesn't mean you should take advantage of that, right? You should still remain focused on what you want, still stay focused on, on really, um, screening your options before you go out with them. Nothing will create greater dating burnout than, than dating too many of the wrong people. So, and that's on you because if you haven't done your homework, if you haven't spent enough time getting to know that person before you go on a date with them, uh, if you haven't, uh, maybe even done guys, I, I would recommend this highly since most of you are paying for the date, I hope, uh, that you guys should FaceTime or zoom or whatever somebody before you go on a date with them, make sure they make sure they're who they are. Make sure your energies mix, make sure there's a rapport. I mean, you can have that over a zoom or a FaceTime. I think we taught ourselves that during the pandemic, right? Um, that there's a lot of things that can be handled during, uh, during, um, during, on, 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 during, what happened? Okay, my my volume was up. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm just using my computer today, so I uh, I'm a rookie. Um, face, wait, place, pace, and patience. Okay, sorry, I didn't have my glasses on, Mike. Uh, correct. Um, pacing yourself and being patient. Those are really two great words, Mike. I'm glad you put those up because it kind of 
it kind of explains the last two points I talked about is move at a comfortable pace. Don't get overly excited. Don't move too quickly. Don't get your expectations too high. Uh, and be willing to wait. I mean, I think so many times people find something good and then all of a sudden they're, they get super excited, even though it's the wrong person, maybe that person's really cute or really pretty. And they're like, oh, this is great. But they see the red flags, right? But they're not willing to, they're not willing to cut that off. Uh, they're not willing to be patient and say, I, there might be something better down the road. So since that, you know, I have this now, I'm just going to hang with this now. Uh, so uh, I think pace and patience are amazing words. Uh, so do date more people at once. Bella, you know, yes and no. Um, I think it's it, it depends also where you are in your search, right? So if you're just getting out of a divorce or a relationship, my my answer to that is absolutely. You should be out there dating as much as you can, not even thinking really yet about getting into another relationship. You got to see what's out there. You got to test the landscape and see what's out there and kind of figure out who you are and what you want. Because what should happen is you should go out, date a lot of people, and then you will back it up. I promise you, you will you will pause because it's it'll be overwhelming. Um, the whole experience of dating that many people and that many different energies and trying to figure out what you want. People usually then stop for a while and kind of figure it out. But I do think that you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket emotionally too quickly. And that's what I was trying to say about that. And, and pace yourself, you know. It's okay. Like if you if you went out with somebody once or twice or three times and things are going good, but they're, you're not sure and they're, they're you know, you're, everything's kind of moving slow. Maybe you guys are seeing each other once a week or once every couple of weeks because of travel. Don't don't wait. Don't wait around. It's okay to go out with somebody else and, and see if there's a bigger, greater connection um, for somebody that may be more available. That's okay. Because I think when you wait around for somebody and, or there's frustrations that you have in a relationship that may be moving too slow, you're going to end up getting frustrated with it. So if you, if you diversify a little bit and, and stay busy, whatever that looks like, um, then you will, uh, you will allow that relationship to open up as it needs to. I'm, it could be that, you know, you maybe you're going out with, and it, it, I mean, I did it in college. I'd never do it again. But maybe you were going out with three people. Like you had three different people um, that you were kind of seeing. The, 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 the best will rise to the top, right? So you'll figure out pretty quickly what you like about somebody. And somebody is going gonna, is gonna to come out ahead. And then that's not a bad thing to have multiple things going uh, so that you can decide what it is you like the most. So I'm not into dating around as in playing, but as in if it allows you to, in your mind and heart, keep a, keep a better pace and be more level-headed about it, you definitely should. Uh, you text too much between dates. So big mistake. This is a big mistake. So here's where I would say too, I need to add this one in. You text too much before a first date, right? So it's great to make a connection with somebody, but then you have no frame of reference to meet them. They could, and when you text too much before a first date, somebody's either going to really make you happy or really disappoint you. So you're really setting yourself up. So before you've actually gotten to know somebody's energy, I would keep it light before you meet them. But uh, also in between dates, if you're texting all the time, um, you're gonna everybody's gonna feel like they've been together, and you may not. You may find that you're the time that you spend together is not so great. So over texting, over communicating, uh, you know, it takes away from the actually. The, the getting to know each other, the excitement of seeing one another, uh, it just, it, it's just too much information, right? So, um, uh, so I think the other piece of it is, you know, you'll have, if you text a lot with somebody, you'll find that people that are introverted or shy will enjoy that. And if they can get away with that for a long time without seeing you, they will, because they're still connected without having to actually go out and do something. So especially if you're meeting people online and you don't know them and you guys are chatting, 
on these endless chats, if you allow that to go on too long, they have no desire to meet you. So uh, that's another piece too on the dating sites is, you know, you go on the online dating sites, you find somebody, you message them, they say, oh, well, we should, you know, get together. And then you don't hear anything, but you guys text, text, text. I hear you guys say that. You guys are like pen pals talking back and forth. What motivation does that person have to meet you if you're just going to sit there and talk to them? You're going to give them all your time and energy. Why would they want to meet you, right? So you need to make sure you, you set up a time to meet with somebody in person. Uh, so let's see. Um, I think the other dating mistake that people make is they date because they don't want to be alone, right? Wrong reason always. You know, the right reason to be in a relationship is because you're ready, emotionally ready and available for one. And you have, you have the resources, the emotional resources and the time and energy to give somebody else, right? Um, people that don't want to be alone, people that date because they don't want to be alone or they're lonely. So I can tell you if you hear someone say they're lonely, run. Just go ahead and run because if somebody can't feel good about being by themselves and feeling positive and confident about their time alone, and they don't need anybody else, it's not a bad thing. It's a healthy thing to love yourself and love your life and be willing and ready to wait for the right person to show up, right? Um, they're not in a hurry because they need somebody by their side. The people that need somebody are going to put anybody just to, just to have somebody. So uh, you want to watch those people that move too quickly. Uh, wanting to be in a relationship, needing to be in a relationship, moving emotionally too quickly. Uh, you know, that could be signs of narcissism, love bombing. Um, and it could be a sign of somebody that's super unhealthy. So uh, as Mike said at the very beginning, it's all about pacing yourself. So pacing yourself to, um, to in, in a way that uh, you gradually allow somebody into your life so that you start spending more and more time with them or a balanced amount of time with them. Somebody that over asks or over requires you to spend too much time with them. Uh, I can promise you it's going to get old for that person, the other person really quickly if you're impeding on their lifestyle, right? If they, you know, have responsibilities, you know, some people with their kids, I've heard this with people that have kids that the other people don't, um, that, when the person that has children puts that energy into their kids and pulls their energy away, you know, the other person feels abandoned. And, um, and, and I can just tell you right now, we've, we get older and we all have more complications in our life, whether it's jobs, kids response, you know, whatever responsibilities we have, uh, your love life has got to work around all those things. It doesn't mean you don't, you do have to make it a priority. It's not like you just fit it in wherever you can. You do have to make it a priority, right? But you don't want to, you don't want to get into something where you're smothered, where all the other things in your life start falling away because at some point, you know, a bomb's going to drop and, and you're going to have a big mess in your life and then you're going to blame the other person for consuming your time and energy. Uh, so... What about no texting between dates? Well, Bella, that's a good question. I think most women would say that's a no-no. <laughs> uh, you know, guys, if I gave, you know, here's, we talk about biggest dating mistakes. Guys, your biggest dating mistake is not staying in touch with a woman daily. Um, so we talk about communication here. Great question. Uh, not texting between dates, not calling between dates no good. If you travel for work, no problem. Hopefully you have somebody that's understanding. You better be able to pick up that phone when you're out of town at least once or twice if you're out of town for an extended period of time to say hello, even if it's for three minutes, right? If all you can do is text message, get a little text message here and there, it's probably not going to make somebody very happy or feel very special or keep that connection going, right? So it's not, it's, it's, it's important men that you stay in touch on a daily basis. And I know I've told all, you, most of you have gotten this by now. Um, so stay in touch on a daily basis, something, text message, something, some kind of a communication. If you're not in their mind, you're out of their mind. And, 
And I think the other piece of this information is that whether it's a guy or girl, if you've got a fairly uh, reasonably good looking, successful man or woman that you're going out with or that's courting you, uh, they probably have other suitors. I know that's an old fashioned word, but I'm going to use it. They probably have other people after them, right? So if you're not doing, putting the effort in, it's probably not going to last very long because somebody else is going to do it, right? So guys, step up to the plate, regular conversation and text messages and everything in between uh, seeing each other. So you stay in their mind and you are still keeping that connection. Uh, so, uh, hi, Winston. Uh, Ron in the house. Hey, Ron. Um, so uh, Joy says, I'm great at multitasking, but not multi-dating. <laughs> good, Joy. That's good. We don't want you to be great at multi-dating. That's the worst. I, uh, God, I remember doing that in college. I had three guys. I was like, I was dating all three of them. And it was like about a month and a half of three, three guys. And I couldn't remember what I told the other guys, right? I just remember coming home so frustrated one day going, I don't know if I told them this story or that story, but by the way, that's a sure sign that somebody's dating. If they tell you the same story, they don't remember who they told it to, but they'd already told it to you. You know they're dating other people because they've they've they didn't realize they told you that story. But that's uh, that was one of my deals with that. Is I was like, oh my god, did I already did I already tell them that? Do we already talk about? Did I talk about this with them or that? That's the worst. Um, I don't know how people do it, but good for you. Um, I gave that up a long time ago. Uh, so. Uh, so, uh, Robert says generally calling, generally calling means a lot more. Okay. Um, yes, calling, uh, it, it, it does, especially, like I said, if there's an extended period of time, some of you travel a lot for work. Um, I definitely deal a lot with that in my matchmaking business. And if you're not staying in touch, if you're out of town, call, pick up the phone, the way people used to, uh, you know, I, um, I, I was talking to one of my radio hosts out in, out in Cincinnati yesterday. And he actually said, he actually said this, he said, if he never, um, could, if they took text messaging away tomorrow, he wouldn't miss it. And I was like, God, shut your mouth. Cause like I couldn't live without it. Right. <laughs> so it's like, for him, he, he doesn't like it and he sees it as a hindrance and he sees it as a way people are using it to hide. And I get that, but you know, we do, it is important for some people with their jobs to have it. But, uh, but I do think people overuse it and over rely on it. And, uh, and nobody wants a relationship by text message. And also nobody also wants, you know, if they're busy, Nobody wants to get that phone call. If you're, I've, we've all been there. You're in like, you know, you're putting out a million fires. The phone rings and it's that person calling and you're so irritated because you can't pick up the phone in that mo moment, nor do you want to pick up that phone in that moment. Um, and then you're frustrated because you can't. So always, if you're going to call, I would say this as a general rule, warn people. I even do that to my friends. You know, I'll say, hey, do you have a second? I'm going to make, I'll call, I'll give you a shout if you have a second. But common courtesy before you pick up the phone and call because people aren't used to it text somebody and let them know and ask them if they're available because we're all busy. Kim says, always glean wisdom from listening to your podcast. Th oh, thanks, Kim. It's good to see you. Um, okay. Uh, all right. And I love all your comments and questions. They're great. I mean, they, they remind me of things. I make my notes, but then you guys always remind me of more things. So it's awesome. You know, one of the dating mistakes people make is settling for less than they deserve. And here's why they do it. Number one, they may think they're not worthy, right? Whole other conversation. And number two, they don't think they're going to get anything better, right? So maybe they've had a dating dry spell or all the people they're dating, um, they haven't liked very much, but then they finally see something in you they like and they don't want to lose you, but they do see the red flags. So they're willing to settle because they don't have anything else, right? Don't do that. You know, you have to know what you want. You have to be discerning about it. And you have to make wise decisions. I mean, I think as you, as, as relationships unfold and you start to get to know people, you have to take into consideration everything you're learning about them. You know, are, are you, are you getting deal, uh, dating deal breakers? And if they, if you are, you know, you, you need to make decisions, right? When they show up, you need to make decisions because 
what happens is if you don't down the road, you know, one, two years, three years down the road, when you've kept that relationship going and you knew all along it wasn't the right relationship, right? Now you're the one telling me, which I hear all the time from people, that you wasted years of your life waiting for that person to be available, you know, waiting for that person to come around, waiting for that person to heal, waiting for that person to give you what you want. Don't do that. You know, know what you want uh, and be willing to wait for it, however long and whatever that looks like. Uh, So uh, you're full of negative uh, thoughts about yourself. So that is another, I mean, not being emotionally healthy and having those thoughts about yourself. One of those being uh, that you, you'll you never find a good person, right? That uh, that all the people that you've dated have been, have lied to you or, um, or have cheated on you um, or that uh, you're too fat, you're too short, you're too bald, right? Whatever those things may be, you're too shy, right? Um, so whatever those negative thoughts you have about yourself, they, they paralyze you from moving forward. They do. So it's super important that you get yourself healthy and you realize everybody's got flaws. Nobody's perfect, right? Nobody's perfect. But going into a relationship with negative thoughts about yourself and not, not feeling uh, not feeling 100% confident, you're going to attract somebody that wants the person that's not confident. You're going to attract the person that wants somebody who's insecure for their own reasons. So not healthy. I, I can't go into a psychology session on how bad that would be down the road. But you don't want to get into it. When you feel bad about yourself, you don't want to get into a relationship with somebody else because the person that you attract when you feel that way is not going to be a person that's going to be good for you down the road for a variety of reasons. Okay. My allergies are bad today. I scratched my eyes out. Okay. Uh, you carry around baggage from your last relationship. Again, not being healthy. I can't tell you how, this is the biggest baggage that you guys carry, and it's men and women both. Uh, Two things, being cheated on and being with narcissists, right? So let me hit the narcissist one really quick. Uh, Guys, it takes you a lot longer to get over a narcissistic woman than it does women. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but I have found that men, it met the narcissistic woman, if you're with them too long, it really messes with a man's head and his confidence and long-term. And so it's really, really important that number one, if you've been with a narcissist, anybody, get help. You know, don't just try to, you know, read up on things or talk to talk to friends that may have also been in those relationships and are bitter. There's a lot of healing that needs to be done in that a lot because of the tangled web that a narcissist leaves in your life. If you don't get help, you'll never be able to untangle that web by yourself. It's just too hard. And it could take years and years and years. So get help if you've been with a narcissist. Um, the trust thing, I tend to hear this from a lot of women. Uh, However, men too that have been in relationships with people that have cheated, right? Betrayal is a really, really tough thing for people to get over. I mean, it, it's betrayal hurts and it hurts for a long time and it, and it always will. The only way you're able to get through betrayal and lack of trust is understanding number one, that anybody that abused your trust is an isolated incident, right? It's them, it isn't about you and it's not about the new person you're dating. You have to allow yourself to compartmentalize the person that was not trustworthy, right, with that person and not anybody else. Very important. You also have to know what ways in which you may have contributed to that. Or maybe I know sometimes people say, I saw the signs, I just didn't want to look at them or, you know, things things like that happen. It's not your fault. It's never your fault if somebody cheats or betrays you. It's never your fault. But if there are behaviors or thoughts or things that, that you 
have done to either allow it or contribute to it or push it under the rug, those are things you're going to want to deal with going forward. But you have to compartmentalize because it's like literally bringing your baggage in and dumping it on somebody new that doesn't deserve it, right? And I hear that a lot from people that they'll say, well, you know, they don't trust me and it's because they were cheated on in a previous relationship. Who cares? That's their stuff. They shouldn't be dating right now if they still have trust issues, right? So you have to be able to move forward and say, that is that was something that somebody else did to me. You can't move forward and find a trusting relationship with an untrusting energy. So you have to you have to give somebody a hundred percent trust. Listen closely, watch closely. Okay, super important. Signs are there. Listen closely, watch closely, and and notice things, be aware of things moving forward. Because I think a lot of times with people that have been in relationships where you've been betrayed, lied to, cheated on, whatever it was, signs were there. And that's the hardest thing to, um, to have to have to um, bring, come to terms with at the end is that you saw them and you didn't do anything about it. You, something didn't feel right, but you didn't do anything about it. So, uh, super important that you, that you stay aware, uh, in a new relationship and allow somebody to earn your trust. So it's okay to trust them and still allow them to earn your trust, if that makes sense, right? Okay, so Tiffany's got a question and I'm gonna put my glasses on so I can read it. Hi, Jen, just a simple text about say uh, to say hello, hi, or I'm thinking about you. Um, okay, if it's been a busy day, that's understandable. No communication between dates, just sends a message that you aren't into the person. In my opinion, don't waste time with somebody. Hold on. Okay, we need more. Okay, don't waste time on someone who isn't making you a priority. That includes how much or how little you communicate. Mixed signals is a no. Do the work. Know your worth and be confident about dating because you are healthy. So a simple set text to say, hello, hi, I'm thinking about you. A hundred percent. So simple, right? Um, like she said, it's been a busy day. It's understandable. Communicate. That's it. That's it. Um, it's, it's a, it's, it's such a small gesture. We're all busy, right? We're all busy. We're never too busy to, to reach out and say hi to somebody or say hi back or, Hey, great to hear from you. I'm having a, you know, real super busy day. How's yours? You know, even if you can't respond again for another two hours, at least you reached out, at least you connected and at least you acknowledged that person. So yeah, I, um, again, I'm with Tiffany. Um, I, but get it, guess what? Girls do it too. So you guys could, could vouch for this. Girls do it also. You guys get the same silent treatment from women sometimes. So, uh, so I think everybody, it's not that hard to communicate. Uh, so, uh, Tiffany, did I get to all of that? Uh, so know your worth. So yeah, of course it does mean that you need to also, uh, know your worth and know what, and, and, and anticipate and have standards, uh, so that, you know, somebody can meet them. Nancy says, for those who have been through both sides, yep, it takes work to get healthy. Absolutely. The narcissism, the cheating. Uh, Kim says, yes, agree 100%. 100% trust should be given to a new person, period. And please give the same courtesy. Um, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, too many people get into relationships before they're emotionally ready. And nothing's worse. If you see the signs, you need to acknowledge them and talk about them with somebody because what you don't want to do is get in down the road and then two or three months, four months down the road, you have somebody that goes, you know what? I, I'm still not in a good place for my last relationship. I didn't heal. I need to take some time to myself. Now you're heartbroken, right? If you see the signs up front, you got to do something about it. Super important. And follow your instincts. That goes for guys or girls. Everybody's got good instincts if you're if you're listening to people and you're watching um, and you're you're being an observer of your relationship at the same time that you're in it, which you have to be, uh, go with your instincts, even if, even if it means having to have a different conversation, right? Uh, okay, so let's see. I'll move on. There's so many. Uh, this is super important. Good gracious. Comparing people to your old partner. Uh, you know, 
I think the hardest part about having a good partner at one point is when you're not with them anymore, obviously there were bad pieces too, but you have to remember how to keep things in perspective, right? Because if you have a former partner, the reason, unless they passed away, which is always hard in a widow situation, but, um, but you have to balance that out. So you try to compare them with your other partner where my other partner was better looking. My other partner was more attentive. My other partner did this for me and that for me and planned these kind of things for me and would text me and would, would do these things for me. The new person is not them, right? So you cannot, you cannot expect somebody else to be like exactly like somebody else, right? You got to go in every relationship we have teaches us about something we like about about a relationship or a person or something we don't like. And so it's good after we get out of them to start putting that information together. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And then just pay attention, right? As you're dating, just pay attention to that. And don't compare somebody to a ghost, right? I mean, it's that's totally not fair. It's something that when you have a good person, it's a hard thing to do because living up to some of those amazing things is hard, but you have to remember that if they were so amazing and all those things were just wonderful, that you would still be with them, right? So balance it all out. Don't do any comparison. It's not fair. Everybody's different, and so are you. Uh, okay, big one. Ding, ding. This is a huge one. You ladies are all going to get this one, ladies especially, uh, and men. Um, men, you get it on a different level. Uh, biggest mistake is thinking you can change somebody right? So, you know, you guys, you guys finding these women that are helpless, that, you know, are emotionally unstable, that have had their heart broken. They don't believe there's a good man out there, but you're going to come in and show them what a great man, what a great man looks like. Uh-uh, it's not going to work. She's unhealthy. It's not going to work. Uh, she can't pay her bills. She's broke. Somebody stole her money. Um, she's got 10 kids from five different guys and you're going to go in and save her financially, you know, guys, I'm just telling you it, it, it doesn't work. You can't change somebody. You can't make them better. You can't fix them with your greatness or your money, right? That's where you guys do that. Women, you do it emotionally. So you see a, a guy that's, that, that maybe has been had his heart broken, or maybe he's had women use him, or maybe, you know, he's given his heart too quickly, whatever it may be, you come in and think he's not healthy, he's not ready, but I can change that, right? My love can change that. Uh, who I am can change that. I can show him a different, what a real woman is, or what a great woman is. I can show him what a healthy relationship looks like. So if, if they're not in the same place as you, you, the only person that can change anybody is themselves, right? So only they can change themselves. If they don't want to change themselves for themselves, not for you, but for themselves, the change isn't going to last, right? So that's, you know, you tend to hear about this with people that uh, have addictions and things like that. When that addiction gets so big that it becomes it's ruining their life, it's, be, it's, it's getting in the way of the things that are most important to them or the things that they love, then they want to change because they want a different experience and a different life. It's the only way that change works long term. So super important to understand that if somebody isn't healthy, ready, available, nothing you do, if they don't have money, guys, I mean, you guys are very guilty of that, uh, taking care of a woman financially, don't do that. She doesn't need your money. She needs to go get a job. She needs to learn how to stand on her own two feet. She needs to stop relying on men for all of that. I mean, I'm, I, I realize, you know, a lot of my, a lot of my market is here in DFW and we have a lot of women that prey on that and you guys know it as well as I do. So, um, okay. Uh, let's see here. It's very humid out today. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm all sticky in this room. Um, the fixer only fools the fixer. That's good, Robert. Correct. Um, so, yep, it's just one big unhealthy cycle. So two unhealthy people. Uh, okay. You're not upfront about your feelings. This is such a huge thing. I just cannot even begin to, to I, I don't even know where to start on this. 
Number one, if you can't communicate how you feel and you're not comfortable communicating that, don't date. Don't even look for a relationship because relationships require communication and relationships require that you show up and can talk through things, deep, heavy, hard, beautiful things um, when you need to, right? That's, that is what, that is what it is all about. And your feelings are part of it. So I think where people go astray initially, like dating mistakes you're making is if somebody does something to hurt your feelings or to make you feel a certain way, instead of talking to them about it, you leave, right? That's, I mean, I just, I can't tell you how many relationships end because of that when they shouldn't have ended because somebody made an assumption about something that isn't true because they weren't willing to communicate about it, right? They weren't willing to talk about their feelings. They weren't willing to say this hurt my this hurt my feelings when you did that or did you mean to say this because it made me feel this way and maybe you didn't mean it that way but this is how it, you know, sounded or it came out or this is how I perceived it. We get our feelings hurt and we leave, right? because we're not talking about them. Uh, We need to let people know how we feel. Uh, Guys, if you would do this with women, if you could be emotionally present and communicate your feelings towards women, you would find that you connect with women a lot quicker and the connection is much stronger because women are built for that. We are, we're built for communication. We're built for relationship. Women that aren't are not healthy. Sorry, but it's true. Um, we, that is how we're built. And that's why we have a lot of girlfriends. That's why you see girlfriends talk about, you know, their relationships, about all kinds of crazy stuff when women get together, because we're built for that. If you can show up with a little bit of that, a little bit of that sensitivity, a little bit of that vulnerability, um, with that communication, with that willingness to be open and honest and communicate your feelings. That's everything to a woman. It, it, it is honestly what makes a connection or breaks a connection pretty quick. So uh, we definitely need to be able to be open um, about our feelings. Let people know how you feel. If you like them or you don't, you know, hey, or if you don't like them, I'm just going to throw that out there too. If you like somebody, tell them you like them. If you're enjoying spending time with them, just tell them that. You don't have to tell them you love them. You could say, you know what? I'm really enjoying getting to know you. I'm enjoying spending time with you. Um, I'm I'm drawn to you. I'm attracted to you. I feel a great connection with you. Whatever that is, most people, one of their love languages is affirmation. I would say you're probably looking at about 90% of people like affirmation, whether it's this much or this much. And, you know, some people need it this much. Some people need it this much, right? But everybody has a little bit of that in them. Communicate your feelings. If you like somebody, great. If you don't like somebody, that's okay too. Being honest about it and being a grown-up about it and being able to say, you know what, I've enjoyed spending time with you. I've enjoyed getting to know you. You're an amazing person. I just don't see this going anywhere. You know, maybe, you know, the difference we have between our lifestyles, with our schedules, um, with the uh, lack of communication, you know, because you could teach somebody how to, like, about their faults and patterns. The communication isn't good enough. We're not seeing each other enough, talking enough. You're not having enough of a connection with them. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Uh, Okay, let's see here. Um... Tiffany says, great points about trust, actions, awareness, patterns, all this spot on, trust your instincts. Robert said, okay, okay, sorry, we already have, we already got those. Hey, you guys are falling behind on comments. <laughs> I'm reading old comments here. Uh, step it up, please. Okay, uh, you let conversations get too one-sided. So, uh, so this can go both ways, guys. And I'm going to tell you from a dating feedback standpoint as a matchmaker, I I get more dating feedback than anybody. I follow up on dates. I how did it go? What did you like? What didn't you like? What were they like? What'd you like about them? What didn't you like about them? And I can tell you what always comes up a hundred percent of the time. Somebody either talked too much about themselves or not enough or didn't 
didn't listen and ask enough questions, right? So opposite. So they either came in talking about themselves, giving too much information, me, 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 and not asking enough questions. Or sometimes it's passively sitting back and not saying anything and making somebody else lead the conversation, right? So this whole idea of of conversations are two ways, right? One person asks questions, the other one listens. And that should go back and forth, right? You're not on a job interview, so don't feel pressure on a date. It should never feel like a job interview. You're going to learn about a new person. Don't feel pressure to to impress them, to try to be somebody who you, who you know they want you to be if you're not. That's not your job. Your job on a first date is to get to know that person and for them to get to know you. And if you leave a first date and you're like, no, absolutely not because of this, because of this deal breaker or because she wants this or because he feels this way emotionally about this or politically we're on opposite sides of the fence, which is a big thing nowadays. Um, spirituality, sometimes people don't are afraid to get into that. Maybe the uh, the previous relationships, we're afraid to talk about those and ask those questions. And sometimes those are huge deal breakers. So you got to get into the deep conversations, be yourself, and uh, and be willing to ask the tough questions and also be an active listener. Um, so I, I realize I'm I'm lagging behind. I need to talk faster. Uh, you look for what's wrong instead of what's right. Again, one of my this is one of like my top three. When you go on a date with somebody, I don't I don't care if your first impression when you walk in the door is ooh right when you see them oh. That doesn't mean you're not going to have a connection. That doesn't mean you're not going to be attracted, and that doesn't mean you're not going to have chemistry. So stop it. I, I can't even tell you how many times people will go, oh, I went on a date and I, I instantly wasn't attracted. I was just trying to figure out how I could get out of there. And I checked out after the first five minutes. I wasn't attracted at all. Well, you're lost because you never know what commonalities you may have had with that person, what kind of connection you might have had with that person if you gave them a chance, right? Just because somebody doesn't look the way you want them to, just because they don't act the way you want them to act, say the things you want them to say, it doesn't, you can't make quick judgments, right? So we, we get off of a date, you should always leave a date and say, what did I like about them? That's the very first question that you should ask yourself in your mind, what did I like? And be looking for when you when they're talking. I like this about them. I love that they're family oriented. I love that they are comfortable being by themselves. I love that they know how to communicate, you know, and I love that he pulled my chair out for me. And, you know, um, he's I love that she dressed up for me and she made herself pretty for me. Right. I mean, let's find the things even, you know, like, again, even if attraction's not there and chemistry's not there, we need to find the good things and not look for what's wrong. And I'm going to tell you guys, 95 percent of the time you guys are looking for what's wrong. You're going into it all wrong. Uh, OK, uh, you try to rush a deep connection. So. Again, same thing, pace yourself. So great word right from the beginning, Mike. You have to learn how to pace yourself emotionally when you like somebody, right? Don't rush things. The worst thing we can do is rush things because when you rush into things, you miss things, right? That's why I always tell you guys, it doesn't matter how strongly you feel, but if you really feel strongly towards somebody or you have a strong sexual attraction to them, a lot of chemistry, Please take your time before you get intimate because that intimacy can completely cloud your judgment and make you make the dates become about that versus about the conversation and getting to know somebody. Those conversations can stop sometimes when you rush into things too fast. So wait for mutual, you know, uh, connection, trust, respect to form before you get to that point, before you enter in, because there is, there is connections that happen. And ladies, I get, you know, women love sex probably more than men do as you get older. I'm just truth of the matter. I have these conversations all the time. Uh, you guys hit your sexual prime at 15 and women hit it at 50. <laughs> so, um, it, it's, you know, ladies, I know you, you enjoy sex, but give it let it allow it to unfold in the right time because moving too quickly with a man 
can cut off that connection and it can also stop a man from pursuing you. You give it up too quickly, first, second, third date. What's his motivation to keep? He doesn't know you well enough. And now he's probably thinking, which he is, because I've, I've had these conversations with men. If she's sleeping with me this fast, she's sleeping with everybody else this fast. Now you, now he's not special, right? So, um, so ladies, you can do whatever you want, but if all you value is your body, and the, your ability to um, perform with that body and use your body to uh, to draw a man in and keep a man in, you've got some self-worth issues you need to work on and you need to work on the back end stuff. Because before a man should want you sexually or get you sexually, he should respect you. So there you go. Somebody needs to quote that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you come across too needy. Uh, and Robert said bingo. Hey, bingo, bingo to what, Robert? So um, elaborate, since you're a guy and I'm talking about guy stuff here. Uh, tell me what you meant by bingo. And I'm going to go into the needy thing real quick. Uh, you come across too needy. Nobody wants some. Nobody wants to have to take care of somebody else emotionally, physically. It's draining. Nobody wants that. That's the worst thing, the worst kind of energy you can go into a new relationship with is needing somebody, hanging on somebody. Uh, ladies, when you get in and you're and a, and a guy knows that you're waiting, you're sitting there waiting for his call, that you're home on the weekend not doing anything and just waiting for his phone call and you're getting mad if he doesn't do the right thing, whatever, putting all that pressure on him, he'll leave. He's gone, Right. And, um, and I, I would say the same thing for women. I would, um, unless you're an unhealthy woman, you don't want a guy that's going to be a, you know, a love bomber or moving too fast that way too, or needs you too quickly. Um, that's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. When somebody needs you too quickly and it's too needy, they don't, they're not taking care of their own needs. And 100% what's going to happen is they're going to rely on you to do it. So just expect it. So if somebody's needy, know that you're, you're the object of all of their uh, getting their needs met. So you better be ready for that. All right. Uh, this, again, super important. I'm still waiting on your comment, Robert. <laughs> um, the, you pretend to be someone you're not. So best thing you can do we are not in, I said it earlier, we don't go on a date and meet somebody to impress somebody. Don't try to be what they need, be who you are. And if you're truly compatible, then it will work long term, right? So it, it just, it'll shake out everything else if you're who you are. Uh, so don't be afraid of that. Don't be like, oh, I'm afraid to tell them that I've got three kids or I've got two dogs, giant dogs at home um, because he doesn't like dogs. Don't just, who cares? You know, if that's, if, if you love your two dogs at home and he doesn't like dogs, he's not the right person for you, right? If you've got three kids under the age of 10 and he doesn't like to, women that have younger kids or he doesn't, she doesn't like, uh, you know, men that have younger kids. And I can promise you it goes both ways. And it's typically the women that don't want younger kids with men, by the way, uh, kind of strange, but that it is what it is. Uh, so Robert saying bingo when you said don't give up, don't give it up too soon. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Winston. I didn't see him um, say that then. Yeah, don't give it up too soon. See, uh, ladies, I've had guys on here, these guy panels when I first started my podcast and every single one of them, good looking, successful guys, every one of them said, I will sleep with a woman on a first date if they make it available. I will do it, but they're probably not going to get a second date. I don't know why you ladies don't listen, but you should listen because ladies, we're not in a competition with each other. There's plenty of men to go around. Um, there's even plenty of good men to go around, right? If you're not finding them, you're looking in the wrong places. Uh, and uh, you confuse chemistry with lust. So and that's where I'm going to kind of leave it. Chemistry, attraction, lust. Let's just talk about that kind of said it earlier, you go on that first date, um, you want somebody, like you have this strong attraction for them. That's not love, right? That's not chemistry either. That's just attraction and lust, right? And those typically, I was just telling somebody yesterday in a conversation, 
when I introduce people and I get I get that excitement after a first date where they're like, wow, we're so attracted to each other. I just, we couldn't keep our hands off each other, da, da, da. I, I'm always like, when is it going to end? Like, how long is it going to be before this thing ends? Because it's just nothing that starts like that tends to work out long term. I don't know why. I just, I, I don't, I don't know why. But I can tell you what does work out is when two people meet and they like each other, they enjoy each other's company, the conversation is great, and they like hanging out with each other. The, and they may not even be attracted to each other initially, but they want to go out again because they liked the person and they enjoyed their company. Those are my people that are married. So when I hear that after a date, we had a great time. I wouldn't have chosen that person for myself. That's always my bingo moment where I'm like, yes, that's why I chose them for you. Um, and that's why you have me. <laughs> um, but that is that those are usually the ones where people end up really growing and liking that person chemistry sometimes doesn't happen all like quickly right you'd be amazed how you can be with somebody I've said it a million times not be attracted to them physically at all but the minute they touch you it's like electricity right and it's just or their smell you know some that's another sure sign of chemistry is somebody somebody's scent like you can you can smell them after they leave you that that's chemistry it's not love it's not, you know, it's not anything else, but it is, that is chemistry. And that's, it's something that you can't put your finger on. It's just some, something you're drawn to. It could be somebody's energy. It could be the way, it could be the way they um, talk to you. It could be their brain. Um, you know, smart people, <laughs> smart people are a turn on for some people. Um, I'm one of them. So, uh, so, you know, you never know where chemistry is going to happen. Uh, Winston got it. Giving too much too soon is not a good idea. Take your time. Um, if he cares, truly cares, he'll wait. I love it. Uh, spoken by a great man here. I, you know, I cannot tell you guys enough how much I appreciate your comments and you being here. And it's good for everybody to hear these comments from the opposite sex. Here's a great guy telling you, wait, every guy, every good guy I know says, I would rather wait. And men are getting smarter and more sensible as we go. You women sometimes are losing your minds, some of you, not all of you. But, you know, I tend to have a really good following of people. So um, I... Uh, Speaking of, let's let's segue really quick in this good following of people. If you are not on my app this month to do the beta test, get on, okay? It's free. The, we are beta testing in, in Dallas. Guys, if you get on now, guys, if you get on now, it's free, and you're going to have a ton of women because there's there's about – there's more women than there are men right now in the app. Now, granted, women, there are plenty of men to go around, but these men are going to be very busy. So you guys need to step up and get on the app and and enjoy the attention and enjoy some some good some attention for some great women. I mean, this is a this is my beta test with my group of people that I love and think the world of, all of you. So, you know, you guys are going to get some really great women right now. If, if you're a guy that's com been complaining about not dating the right women or not finding good women, get your tail on my app. Once the, try once the free is over, depending on when we're done with our beta, it may not be done in February, it may not be done till March. After that, it's only $99 a month for the membership. I mean, it's it's not, we're not talking, we're talking about quality people. You know, you guys have been paying whatever you've been paying or doing these free sites, you get what you pay for, you know, but but you're, you're, you get a chance to be part of a beta test um, for the app and you guys have an opportunity to meet a lot of great women. So get your buns on. I'm not going to tell you again. Uh, and uh, Laura, hey, Laura, uh, intelligence is sexy, Nancy. Yes. Well, Nancy, that's because you're intelligent. So you can't have anything but. I'm waiting for Austin, but I'm on the app ready for beta. You know, Laura, we're beta. We're beta-ing Austin and Houston right now, too, just because we're all within 300 miles and everybody's usually willing to, to travel for the right connection. So you people that are in Austin and Houston, get your buns on there, too. So good job. Um, okay. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Um, uh, and um, we're going to just just 
want to say two things. Number one, if you want to listen to the podcast, you know anybody that wants to listen to it and they don't want to watch or couldn't be available on Friday, you can always listen on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Amazon. It's on all of them, right? Uh, Chris, are you playing a video? Did you want to do that? My producer wants to play the video. You don't have to if you don't want to. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I think I I think I posted on the page, right? We're talking about Jennifer on Fox on television. We can play it next time. Yeah, we'll play it next time. We ran over. Um, But uh, but I think I posted anyway. There was a funny video about uh, breakup pizza. But um, that's. uh, I'm all for pizza for Valentine's Day. So if anybody wants to send me one, I'm in. <laughs> Just not a breakup pizza. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you very much for being here. I'll see you in two weeks. Happy Valentine's Day. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Each show, we're going to have new topics and information. If you'd like to find out more about coaching or matchmaking, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on my Facebook page, my personal page at Jennifer Styers.